Hi, and welcome back to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with Brian Baker. Hi, Jess. Oh, do you normally say your name? I, I don't know remember. how we're doing it I don't anymore. Know. I know, I forget. But we have uh, Chris Jones on the phone with us. Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, well, I'm super excited to have you, um, and uh, I. it's probably better that you introduce yourself and who you are, what you do, and then, then, we'll, then we'll get into our topic because um, it's a very exciting one today. It is. Sure. Sure, yeah. Happy to be here and appreciate uh, the invitation. And uh, yeah, I, I am uh, Chris Jones. I work for um, a member of Congress whose uh, name is Gus Bilarakis. He's from uh, the state of Florida, representing the 12th Congressional District. Um, I serve as his senior policy advisor, um, handling uh, health issues and, and policies relating to healthcare specifically. So happy to be here yeah. and um, appreciate all that you're doing for the community. Absolutely. So you can talk to us about this um, End Parkinson's Act then, right? Yes, yes. This is um, a bill. Uh, the, the, the full title would be the National Plan to End Parkinson's Act, but okay. it's a uh, um, it is a bill that is um, authored um, by uh, by Congressman Bilirakis, my boss. So, um, certainly a, a bill that I have worked on uh, over the past uh, year or so, uh, with uh, also a partnership, a bipartisan partnership with our um, friend Congressman uh, Paul Tonko from the state of New York as well. So the, those are the two leads. Uh -huh. um, in the House of Representatives, and then we have a Senate bill actually as well um, that is is identical to the House bill. So. so I I've read a lot about this probably last year when it, I was first it first came across my computer because Michael J. Fox Foundation um, was sharing the information, and you can reach out to your uh, you know own government officials in your state. Um, but can you tell us a, like what? Or things well, yeah. that us with Parkinson's can be doing in the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the bill, uh, just just as a as a background here on the bill, uh, what it would do is it would unite the federal government uh, together in a project uh, focused on uh, curing Parkinson's. That, that's the ultimate goal, right? Is is to get and to advance towards a cure. Obviously, we're not going to get there. Overnight. That'd be something different. Uh, but <laughs> well, question though on that is: is it only yeah. just about doing things to find a cure, or is it going to also do things to help? I was just reading a statistic yesterday that you know every, half of um, Americans that have Parkinson's don't even have access to a neurologist. And like only 10% of all PD patients actually see a movement disorder specialist. So there's like, there's that aspect of just getting the right diagnosis, getting to the right doctor. Is that part of this act as well? Or is this specifically for clinical research for a cure? It's, it, it's, a, it's a great, great question. It is actually both. Um, it's all of the above. Um, and so the project we, and we list out some of the activities um, mm -hmm. of this project and um, one, uh, you know, that, that is one of many is, is the research aspect, but there's also, um, the plan has to have and look into aspects of prevention, look into amel ameliorating symptoms, 
um, ways to slow the progression, uh, ways specifically to reduce the burden uh, for, for caregivers and families as well, financially um, encouraging the development of, of treatments and strategies to, you know, to slow the course of the disease and fun- improve you know, the quality of life of patients. So definitely not the only mm-hmm. uh, a goal of this particular project. Um, and, and a great a great point to bring up too is that you know and, and one of the the points too um, just because I know that this is a particular po- focus of your podcast is uh, to promote early diagnosis mm-hmm. and coordination of care and treatments um, for individuals with Parkinson's and and early onset Parkinson's. So I'm not familiar with bills and and things like that. I'm I'm a marketer, so like that's totally out of my wheelhouse, but. Is it, or do you guys put something like this together to get past, and then there's a plan that is drawn up, or is there already kind of a rough plan as to like how do you even implement something like this? Like you talked about prevention, slowing the you know slowing the progression, things like that. Are there already mm-hmm. ways in which you know how that's going to happen, or is that what comes next if it's passed? There are ways um, that. Uh, ways that we're talking with um, the agencies um, themselves to how this would best be implemented. So mm-hmm. that's that's definitely a part of the process that we have legislatively. Uh, we have an idea of what we would like to see, uh, which is laid out in this bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order you know, for it to come to fruition, we do need to pass it. So that's, that's our focus is getting it enacted into law. Um, so that way, this, you know, this project and um, an advisory council that we set up is is another thing in the bill. I can talk about that in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, actually gets gets up and running, right? Um, and so, but there is a lot of behind the scenes work to um, to work with the agencies involved. In this case, it's primarily HHS. Um, mm. They'll be kind of the 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 umbrella um, agency. But we'll be bringing in all of these other agencies that may be doing and siloed off, doing their own thing. That's kind of the whole point of the bill: is that there's a lot of maybe some interest in the, you know, the defense space, in the VA, you know, for veterans, mm-hmm. in Medicare, um, but also, you know, maybe not in Medicare and other agencies too. We want to bring everyone together. Um, and and have them start talking to each other because I don't think that they are right now. No. And I think that that will really unlock a lot of of keys, not only to research, but just like, well, how can we actually use that research yeah. and, and bring it to to market? Can I know? be part of that meeting? Yeah. <laughs> so so where where there's the there's actually a non federal component of the advisory council. So that's oh. a that's a huge important part of the bill is we actually have. Um, experts that we want to bring in who are patients themselves, uh, patient advocates, okay. family caregivers, healthcare providers. So like that's a that's a really important uh, piece uh, because then it's like not only is the are the feds talking to each other, mm-hmm. they're talking to to those outside of the government and we have this kind of a collaboration and yeah. public private partnership that's really worked well um, in healthcare. Well, I'm a patient I'm a marketer, and I work for a pharmaceutical consulting company. Qualified. <laughs> you qualify. You absolutely qualify. <laughs> what about where? Where in the process is this bill now? Is it still in committee or? 
It is still in committee, um, and it is uh, the committee that my my boss serves on. The Energy and Commerce Committee is is uh, referred. So it helps that a member is is sponsoring the the bill, uh, gets more attention, um, and it has received some consideration uh, thus far. So it is moving through the process. Uh, we have. Um, it takes a while, but we, mm. we typically start with a hearing, and we actually had a, a really wonderful hearing. would encourage folks to um, to look it up, Energy and Commerce hearing on um, Parkinson's bill. You know, if you Google that, I'm sure it would probably come up. What do you um, Google? Energy and Commerce okay. Committee hearing, and then Parkinson's. <laughs> that should be enough. Okay. Um, but if you, if you Google the whole bill, too, then that, you know, Got should it. trigger it. But the, there's a YouTube link, and we had an individual who's connected with the Michael J. Fox Foundation who has Parkinson's Good. testify in support of the bill. Um, and, you know, it was just a really great um, moment to, to have his voice there and mm -hmm. to talk about the importance of this. Um, so, so that was step one. Step two is to move it through a, a committee markup, and we're hopeful that that will happen soon. Um, it went through a subcommittee markup, which is you do health subcommittee and then full committee, and then it goes to the house floor, and then presumably we pass it out of the house and get it to the Senate. Or, so, so I'm impatient, um, and so, I like things done today, which we know the government doesn't. <laughs> yep. What type of timeline are you guys looking at? Ideally, um, we would um, like to have this considered in the next markup, which would be I believe sometime in the fall. Um, and so then presumably the house floor would be shortly after that. Um, and the, our goal would be by the end of the year, that would mm -hmm. be now realistically I've been, I've been working for the congressman for almost eight years. I know we don't move that quickly right. ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but, um, we have a two year window, every Congress, um, if you don't get it done before the next election, then you actually have to reintroduce the mm -hmm. bill again and go through the process again, which is frustrating. So um, it's good that it's moving now, um, and, and our goal is the end of this year, but we still have next year, if not. So is there anything that we can do as patients, as Parkinson's patients, or even citizens to help push this bill through? Yeah, definitely. I think um, having uh, the, the patient perspective and talking about the importance of um, of this issue with your member of Congress um, or having patients reach out to their own member of Congress would be great because the more voices that we have up here um, that are aware of the bill we uh, we have um, I think we're at four thousand four or five thousand bills that have been introduced so right. far this year <laughs> it's a lot uh, a lot a lot of stuff happening yeah. um and so you know not everyone's even aware of it um, mm -hmm. and so not only to 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 be aware of it but to consider co-sponsoring the bill which would be formally you know issuing their their stance of support mm -hmm. um and we, we have actually 100 uh we just crossed 100 members of congress who are our co-sponsors so oh cool we're, we're we're building a lot of momentum here um, in the House, we, you know, this is obviously not a partisan issue, unlike many of the other things we do. Unfortunately, uh, this, this, um, hopefully, will, will, will fly through. Good. Maybe we should 
Steve, side note, maybe we should do a video mailer and start sending it to uh, the Ohio, Ohio State members and maybe other states too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a little message because we'd love to see something like this push through. Yeah, we would love all of the Ohio uh, delegation on board. Yeah. Hear that, Ohio? <laughs> I already, I sent an email, I sent two last year and I, I got a, I got the typical yeah. generic response. So, but I'll try again. We'll try again. Well, um, now you know what it's called, so now you can actually reference it. I know, app. I know. So my boss will always say, um, try to ask specifically for a meeting with okay. the member. And I'm, I might get in trouble by saying this because, you know, but you know, you, you should be able to meet with your member of Congress and then you can just have a conversation with, uh, with him or her mm -hmm. about the bill and just say, hey, you know, I'd yeah, uh, yeah. love for you to support it. Um, we can come and, on but the podcast. Asking for that meeting at, face to face, mm -hmm. um, you know, or by Zoom, but just, yeah. uh, I think sometimes we'll kind of get out, out of the generic response. I was going to say um, it's a good call to like action. A separate bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, well, Chris, I don't want to cut you short, but we actually have your colleague on next. Um, so we're going to follow up yeah. with him and he works with you and he has Parkinson's. Is that correct? That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. And this is, so my boss, um, this has been really personal for me. He actually lost his brother, um, earlier this year, um, to Parkinson's complications. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this has been a personal issue for him. So he jumped at the chance to, to hire someone with, um, early onset. Um, while he's, he's looking for, I think his next opportunity, but yeah. we're happy to host him. He's, he's offered really some great, um, perspective so I'm, I'm glad you're going to be able to talk to yeah too. absolutely well if you ever need any other perspective we're happy to share <laughs> yeah no, we know a few people great. yeah we know a few people yeah. not along with ourselves but um okay well chris i'd love to stay in touch you know see how this is going see what we can do and uh that advisory council i'll send you an email <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i'll keep you on the list <laughs> All right. Well, in our last 30 seconds, I will leave you with this. Um, if you learned anything from this uh, episode is to look up the National Plan to End Parkinson's. It's a bill that's currently being viewed around. I'm not really sure how to say that, but it's it's considered. It's being considered. Thank you. Um, and you can work with your own state officials, state government officials to see if it's something that they would be a part of as well. So the more people behind this, the better chances that we can get something like this passed to find a cure for Parkinson's, but also to help people look, have a better quality of life today. So with that, we will see you all next time. Thanks so much for joining. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.